Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and Fallen First Responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. So I'm a father of what? I got to find a babysitter. I found Care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your child care necessities, check out care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your child care needs. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Buck Sexton Show. Deep dive session with the asked for the uh, greatly anticipated Rogan O'Hanley, best known to many of you as DC Drano. He is DC Drano on Twitter, on Instagram, on all the places where he shares his memes, his commentary, and his fighting for America. Uh, Rogan, which I have to remember to call you because, you know, not actually call you DC Drano, but Rogan. You can call me Drano. That's fine. (laughs) Drano, that's cool. Good to see you, man. How are you? How's everything going? I'm doing well. I've got my Florida Man shirt on to honor... The great land that we live in, but uh, thank you for having me on, brother. Thank you. Well, you know, I'm I'm a, a Florida transplant as well, and I just look like a guy who threw on a T-shirt after waking up from a nap, which I also feel like is very Florida in its own way. I, I there was a great meme. It said, "What's something that's classy if you're rich, but trashy if you're poor?" And the guy goes, "Florida." Just Florida. <laughs> I saw, I saw so, that. Or by the way, are very you very wide range? Of so, people here, which are you active on on you know? There's whole so many things you you saw, you saw Trump recently. I want to ask you about that. You know how is the the Trump camp doing right now? What do you think about 2024? Do you, are you sure Biden, for example, is going to run? We got East Palestine mm-hmm. to discuss uh, a whole whole range of things that I, I want to get to today with you. But uh, TikTok, you know they they're moving closer and closer. It seems to actually banning it. Are you active on TikTok? Are are, are you an anti TikTok guy? Because you know you've built this massive presence, millions of people on Instagram and and other platforms. What do you think about TikTok? So when TikTok first came out, I jumped all over it. Uh, I quickly felt very uncomfortable and far too old for TikTok. And um, it was tough to relay my type of content, which is very anti-deep state, to such a young, a specifically young audience. You know, on Instagram, you get such a wide range, but especially in people in their 30s and 40s. Uh, for TikTok, it was tough. So I, I, I got like uh, 200,000 followers on there. 
But then I kept getting censored and it was the most censored platform out of all of them, which is saying something. And so I, I gave up. I didn't post for like two years and I just uh, deleted it uh, right around the Chinese spy balloon incident because I was like, how am I going to you know, right. uh, uh, talk about the surveillance balloon while I still have the surveillance app on my phone? So I, I am, you know, completely off. And I, and I guess why do they even need the balloons if everyone's car- you're carrying around the surveillance balloon in your hand? At least that's what they're telling us. That's what that's what TikTok actually is. I say I like to watch TikTok sometimes just because if you're into quick recipes, grilling meat, homemade um, knives and tools, but uh, particularly there's a lot of bladesmiths on TikTok. Like there's cool content on there. Unfortunately, that has nothing to do with China or the Chinese Communist Party. But apparently it's carrying around a spy balloon in your hand, which is probably not a good thing. Yeah. I mean, it's a very addictive platform. I used to, you know, look at it a fair amount. I I really haven't looked at that much in the last couple of years, but I am actually very pro banning TikTok. Uh, For one, it will get rid of a, you know, Chinese spy platform in the United States and two, I, all those people are going to disperse across other platforms where you and I are far more you know, prominent and where we uh, enjoy those platforms more. And so I think it actually helps um, the other platforms. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the people leading the charge against it are Facebook, Google, you know, uh, uh, Snapchat, et cetera, because they're such a strong competitor. Oh, oh TikTok is definitely beating all the other platforms you know snapchat for a little while was the kind of young you know the next generation platform that was really scaring facebook and all that but i think snapchat has really has really fallen off um also this whole idea that people have of like oh you can take a photo or whatever and send it to somebody and it disappears forever no it's actually not how the internet works so you know this isn't you know i think when people realized that some of the snapchat features weren't really what, what they thought they were um, but beyond that, uh, now it's TikTok. I mean, TikTok, from what I can see from the data, and you know, Josh Hawley was on uh, our, on our radio show recently talking about how he wants to ban uh, social media for kids under sixteen. I mean, the more I look at this, the more I feel like, yeah, I I, I actually believe I don't think the twelve year old should be on social media. Why Why would you want to be on social media as a twelve year old? You know, why you wouldn't want unregulated discourse, meaning just like your twelve year olds. You know, interacting with other twelve years, you know, you want parent parental supervision around them, right? I mean, you know, you don't have kids yet. I don't have kids. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? So, so this notion that you should have not even just kids, but the global internet when you're 12, 11, 10, 13, 14, I, I think I, I totally get it, man. I think Josh Hawley's. I think he's right. Even if it's not a government mandate thing, we can get on whether the government should be mandating it or not. I don't think people should be letting their kids have social media at such a young age, just based on what we all know it can do. Yeah, I think uh, as more science comes out about what it does to a, especially developing brain, yeah. um, I, I don't think adults should have access to social media on <laughs> sure. some days. Yeah, uh, it you know it, it. I mean, even you know, you or me, I'm a pretty strong-minded person, but. I mean, I'll, I'll come across some stuff. I'm like, what did I just watch? I mean, it will it will drastically affect my mood. Um, and but you know, for kids to not only be subjected to these types of images and videos and and uh, graphics, and then to also deal with the social ramifications of doing something in high school that was maybe embarrassing and just having this kind of group uh, harassment campaign. I mean, look at harassment campaigns on Twitter, right? I mean, obviously that's happening in high schools and, you know, kids kill themselves over this stuff. So I'm actually open to a ban, uh, maybe not 16, maybe 14 um, and under or something to have maybe 15. I don't know. I, I, I think it's absolutely something that should be debated and there should be some limitation at a minimum. Look, I mean, also, I know this is part of a of another another thread to the discussion too. But they often talk about how for for young girls it creates this completely unrealistic body image issue, and and you know there some there's some really horrifying statistics about how many young young women across the country have considered self harm um, in the in the last year, and and there's a lot of psychological duress for young girls that as they measure this as it's self reported, it has been getting worse and worse. 
I, I also though think that for a lot of of young men, and not even that young, but you know, guys up into their their teenage years, for example, you know, they can also have. I mean, the, the short way of putting this is that these guys that they're seeing who are who are like, you know, these these physical specimens, the amount of steroid use, you know, trembolone, HGH, you know, TRT, all this stuff that goes into creating a lot of these uh, these persona accounts and social media like, you know, 16, 17, 18 year old guys and, and guys, honestly, a lot older than that, too, need to know. This stuff isn't real, folks, or at least there's there's a component to the reality that they're not aware of that I think can create real distortions. And I mean, I, I, do you do you see this, too? I, there are whole accounts oh. where people are talking about how they use steroids just just for aesthetics. Yeah, no, 100 percent. I mean, people accuse me of using steroids because I'm so jacked and it's you know constant rumors I have to dispel. Um, I know it is you kidding, and Liver but- King and Liver King's already gotten got. So you better watch out, Rogan. I know I it, no I'm, I'm completely kidding but um, yeah <laughs> no, there's a, some there's people a are only of, listening other people so just in case for the podcast people he was doing his bicep thing like Popeye and while Rogan is a is a uh, is a heartthrob for the ladies though off the market now married like yours truly uh, off I don't the think, market showing yeah, the wedding ring on, I don't think I don't think anybody believes either of us are taking steroids anyway keep going um and and so yeah I mean there's there's clearly you know toxic lifestyles. Uh, that are portrayed there. And, you know, again, I'm not opposed uh, to, to education and learning about things. Um, but I, I I think I remember there were, was it Steve Jobs or other Silicon Valley bigwigs who basically said they would never allow their kids on social media until they're full grown adults. And it's like, what do they know that we don't know? You know, these things are designed to be addictive um, and we're learning that not only social media, but things like porn and other things, they, they really do change your, your dopamine, uh, you know, system, basically your, your reward system. And it, it, it leads you down to de- de- depressing paths, um, and just, just a bad, unhealthy lifestyle. So, uh, like I said, I do think there needs to be an absolute limitation for younger kids. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I think TikTok should be banned uh, just just by virtue of the fact that China is our greatest uh, national threat. And, you know, it's very clear that their TikTok algorithms over there are designed to make their kids like fit and, um, uh, you know, aggressive and assertive and leaders. And the TikTok platform here is designed to promote all the woke ideologies and to ban and censor all conservative ideologies. So you're just getting a funnel system of the future of America being steered by a foreign communist country's algorithm. And for that alone, I think it should be banned. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, a person who often tells people that I think it's really instructive to read. You know, the KGB archives were, if, were uncovered after the fall of, of the wall. Uh, the Matrokin archives, people refer to it as. And you can see the active measures and the different clandestine operations of Russian intelligence against the United States in a whole range of ways, much more pervasive than people learn in school, much broader penetrations by the Communist Party of the United States were very real. The Red Scare was actually fear mongering in the wrong direction, as in telling people that it wasn't really happening. I mean, for God's sakes, they stole our nuclear technology. I mean, you know, the most sensitive stuff um, was targeted by the Soviets. If they could have convinced all of our children in our homes that they were one of 38 genders or whatever, and that masculinity was toxic, the Soviets would have had a field day with it. I mean, they would have, they would have absolutely loved what now, obviously the Chinese communist party is able to do as our near peer competitor. I want to get uh, back to the censorship point though in a second. Cause I want to know how that's affected you. For example, you know, you're prolific on Instagram. You've got over 2 million Instagram followers, which is huge. And, you know, and you're not a bikini model. So it means that you actually have to do, content that people are interested in beyond just look at me i'm really not that you're not you know i'm sure you know the the ladies as i said but you're doing a lot of content that a lot of people are seeing i want to know what kind of censorship you're actually coming up against so put a pin in that for one second um uh drano because i want to i want to also talk about our sponsor here from uh, the tunnel to towers foundation tunnel to towers does incredible work they honor our heroes and they honor severely injured and fallen heroes um and they do this with mortgage-free homes 
This year alone, hundreds of Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children and our nation's most severely injured veterans and first responders are receiving smart homes. More than 500 homeless veterans received housing and services last year. Over 1,500 are going to receive housing and services this year. It's an organization that keeps the American people's sacred promise to our heroes. And through the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute, the foundation is also educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about what happened in 9-11 and the aftermath and the war on terror. Uh, Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Please help America to never forget its greatest heroes. Join me in donating $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. It's so easy to do, and it's so important. T2T.org. All right, so, Rogan, are you seeing... So, Elon buys Twitter. Are you seeing a change? First of all, what do you think of how Twitter is coming along at this point? And have the other platforms gotten a little bit less censor crazy, or are they still doing the same kind of stuff? Do you, do you, do you know, you're getting strikes, you're getting shadow banned, all that. It's a good question. Uh, so first off, I just got my Twitter back after being banned for two years. So <laughs> wow. uh, congratulations, by the way. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, and, you know, I've currently got a lawsuit. I'm represented by Harmeet Dillon. And we had our hearing in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals three months ago. So any day now, we could wake up and there is a major ruling uh, that could impact all of us uh, because all big tech cases go through the Ninth Circuit. So um, we're not optimistic necessarily because the Ninth Circus Court of Appeals is uh, a little bit leftist. Not as leftist as it used to be. Thank you to President Trump, but um, still leftist. And so then it's on to the Supreme Court after that. But, you know, it ties in with the Twitter files. Um, It was the state of California that requested that I be censored. And then I was banned for discussing uh, election irregularities. I don't know what platform this will be played on, but uh, I'll, you know, people can fill in the blanks there. And um, yeah, so we we had the smoking gun emails. Uh, We caught them. Uh, thus far, my experience back on Twitter has been great, uh, better than when I left off. It is a breath of fresh air to have so much freedom of speech. Being on Instagram, Instagram is very highly censored. They have the fact checkers, PolitiFact, Lead Stories. Uh, there's there's at least 10 other Associated Press. I got fact checked when there were Chinese tanks rolling down a street in front of their bank uh, when people couldn't withdraw the money. I got fact checked. When I posted that the next day by the Associated Press saying they talked with a, a employee nearby who said that it was a military training exercise, nothing to do with. And it was written by like a Chinese author and, you know, based in uh, Beijing or wherever. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the Chinese are censoring us. You're getting fact checked by the no like Xinhua, Xinhua, Xinhua State News Agency over there. Yeah, it, it there's no one that works for uh, in any type of Chinese enterprise or, or Chinese office, satellite office of a company that isn't a government agent. So yeah, of course. Um, it PolitiFact, I, I said, you know, Joe Biden is a child predator and they fact checked that uh, saying that there's no evidence of any crimes he's committed against children. I mean, the, the lengths that they go to to protect the regime is insane. And so no, I have not noticed a decrease in the censorship on other platforms. However, I am optimistic that as Elon leads the way, we're starting to see copycat moves by these other big tech platforms. Two moves in particular, one, firing a bunch of people. Elon was the first one to do it and they all followed suit. And now Facebook and Instagram are going to allow you to buy a blue check, which I personally do not have despite having over 2 million followers and it'll include customer service, uh, priority in uh, the explore feature. So that's something they followed Elon's lead on. So I'm curious what else, maybe the open source algorithm that Elon is promising, maybe showing why you are suspended or, or showing uh, whether or not you have any shadow ban applicable to your account. Maybe they'll copy that stuff. So I do thank Elon overall. I mean, I have been saying this to people for a while that only in social media it has it been somehow deemed, and we know why, because it's such a huge advantage for the left, and it's 
really the social media companies are certainly have a lot more money and are more powerful than any of the legacy media companies. I mean, it's not even close, right? I mean, Google is arguably the what the three three wealthiest, uh, three most powerful countries uh, co- companies rather. It could be a country on the planet, uh, and you add some of the others in there as well. I mean, the the amount of money that they have and the amount of reach they have is is truly is truly mind blowing. But even beyond that, there's no other business. Where, you know, for example, with your credit card company, they couldn't be like, hey, sorry, we turned you over to collections. And you're like, well, why? Like, what What do I owe you? They're like, sorry, how much do I owe you? Ah, we can't tell you. All you know is you've been turned over to collections and your card is shut down, right? I mean, you wouldn't accept that. That's been happening to people with social media for years now. <laughs> you get, you get yeah, strikes, you get demonetized, build- you get, you know, and, and there's no explanation. They don't care. They just say, sorry, we've decided and that's it. Yeah, I, I wish they said sorry. They say nothing. You just can't even sign in. No one responds to your emails, and uh, that's it. And, and and it's 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 wrong, and it will be illegal at some point because if you spend years and hundreds of thousands of dollars building up a following or a business, and uh, it just gets taken out from you one day because of some arbitrary fact checker or some arbitrary application of their community guidelines, which are so broadly written that literally anything can be illegal. It's just a form of fraud. It's just fraud. I mean, you're taking from people under false pretenses. It is. Um, I am again, highly optimistic that my lawsuit will change things across the country. Uh, A I'm represented by the best civil rights attorney in the country, Harmeet Dillon. Uh, B we have, seen in the Twitter files that the government is so directly intertwined with the censorship apparatus that it's indistinguishable between big tech. I mean, so many of the ex-agents work there and, and the coordination just exposing the Twitter files. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's just Twitter. Imagine what's going on at Facebook, which is a much bigger company uh, and, and more users and, and especially Google. So um, tip of the iceberg. And the problem is there's no recourse against this. Uh, obviously, Section 230 protects them, but even my case, which was a First Amendment violation because the government said, hey, literally censor D.C. Drano. And we have the email and the judge, the federal judge uh, in the Northern District of California still said, nope, not enough to prove government collusion. I'm like, what is going on here? You know, I feel like I'm in the so the big tech is the most powerful force in nature on planet Earth, I would say. If you if you can silence the sitting president of the United States. What is more powerful than that? Only God, in my opinion. Uh, well, well I, you know, I, I wonder if, if you'd agree with this, that the an argument I've made from the beginning of the pandemic is that the pandemic restrictions and everything that happened was only possible because everybody was carrying around these state collusion propaganda machines in their hands all the time or, you know, on their screens, computers, uh, smart TVs, et cetera. Like the only way you could convince people that we haven't lost our minds as a society when there are little places, little foot pads on the sidewalk in New York City outside to show people how far apart to stand in line before they go indoors to a grocery store where they're going to be just shoulder to shoulder. If the only way you can convince people that that's not insane is if you have a propaganda apparatus that includes social media 24-7 enforcement of the narrative right like you wouldn't just mm-hmm. newspapers wouldn't have been enough at least that's my thesis like just just the newspaper in no, the I, I, wouldn't have done it i completely agree and you know but for every measure there's a countermeasure and it was also a place for people like you and me and others to say hey this is crazy right and you know i i had a lot of people mention that because you feel they want you to feel isolated they obviously were censoring so many people Harvard, Stanford, doctors, anyone that questioned the narrative. Uh, But I've had people remark, you know, I knew it was crazy. But thanks to, you know, your posts and just these comment sections, and everything, I I didn't feel alone because it's like, oh, okay, because remember, we were all isolated in our our houses for the most part. People were too scared to travel. So they they shut us down from bars, schools. They shut us down so we couldn't talk to each other and say, hey, this is all crazy, right? Um, And then they distract you online. But 
I, I think one very interesting effect of all this is the explosion of Florida uh, into a, a deep, you know, red state of which you are now a resident. And, and I think it's a very interesting phenomenon overall. I mean, I've certainly never seen anything like this. I want to talk to you more about that. Let's talk about the Florida, uh, the, the Florida phenomenon, the Florida revolution. And, you know, there are two very important Republican politicians who call Florida home. And uh, one of them, our former president, you had dinner with recently. You talked to him just a couple of weeks ago. I want to ask you about that, too. We're here with uh, Rogan O'Handley, D.C. Drano. If you're on Instagram and you're right wing, you know D.C. Drano. Um, and if you don't, you should. So go follow him. Heads up out there. If you're a T-Mobile subscriber because they're investigating a data breach that exposed the sensitive personal information of 37 million customers. Right after the new year, a cyber hackers grab data without notice. Could include customers' names, emails, billing addresses, and phone numbers. If exploited, cyber criminals can use this information to commit online identity theft. If, you, if your info is involved, how are you going to know about this? This is why you need LifeLock. LifeLock has 24-7 web monitoring for irregular activities and new account openings if you're in your name. And if they see unusual activity that's in your name and you're a LifeLock customer, then you're actually going to get an alert. It comes via text or an email, and it can save you so many hours of headache uh, later on. So you need LifeLock to have your back. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Uh, and if you do, by the way, become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. I've relied on them for years. I've actually had to use them in the past when someone used my identity to open up an account. Join now. Save up at 25% off your first year with promo code BUCK at LifeLock.com. That's LifeLock.com, promo code BUCK, or call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com, promo code B-U-C-K for 25% off. All right, Rogan, let's start with Trump dinner. I'm assuming you're at, what, Mar-a-Lago, out on the patio. Folks are gathered around. You're there with the one and only 45. What can you tell us? It was incredible. I'm still kind of processing that, you know, I was even invited to that. Um, it, it's kind of funny. If you've ever been to Mar-a-Lago, it's absolutely beautiful. You're basically, it's a usable museum. Um, it's, you know, one of the biggest houses in America. It's so lavish, gold-plated everything. It was owned by the Post family, uh, who was believed to be the richest woman in the world at the time, the Post, you know, serial heiress. And, Trump is actually really funny. So it's a social club. So, you know, you pay a huge fee and you get to go there and have dinners and, you know, the pools and the events. Trump uh, DJs with his iPad almost every night that he's there. He's out there grabbing dinner. He's got a cordoned off table amongst, you know, 10 or 15 other tables. And it's a great menu, great food. But he'll he'll sit there uh, while he's drinking his Diet Coke and eating his dinner with an iPad propped up and he'll just pick different songs. And so while we were at dinner, he's like, hey, you got to hear this song by Elvis. So you like this song? You like Elvis? You like Elvis? Listen to this song. It just and he DJs the whole time. He's like, oh, my gosh, Pavarotti. Let me tell you about Pavarotti. And then he'll play Pavarotti while telling about this time that he, you know, hired him to sing at some event in New York City. And uh, he let me just say that Trump is in top form. He is well-rested. He is uh, very spirited. He's he's laughing a lot. He's sharp as attack. Uh, he knows, I, I think his policy videos have been very impressive, uh, adapting to the current times with what we're facing. He's not just replaying the 2016 uh, glory days. He's adapting to what's going on now. He's anti-ESG. He's anti-woke. He's really fighting for free speech on the internet. He's, um, you know, uh, protecting parents' rights in schools. And, you know, so he's, he's, he's modernized his campaign and he is, you know, that was kind of my biggest thing. I was like, how sharp is this guy? You know, I know he's getting a little older. This He's on top of it. He's seems 15, 20 years younger than Biden is currently, which I know isn't saying much because Biden is practically drooling, but um, it was an incredible dinner. We talked about literally everything. Uh, we were there for like three hours. I've never drank more Diet Coke in my life, but I was like, hey, if you're with dinner with when President Trump, you as one Diet does. Coke. Yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. You gotta, uh, you're, you're drinking Diet Coke. R- Rogan. Um, Drano. Yeah. Can Trump win 2024? 
So I don't think anyone can win 2024 without fixing election fraud. Um, I am slightly optimistic that we have fixed enough states where if they don't have a catastrophic pandemic, World War III, cyber attack, that we can overwhelm the fraud, that we don't have this mass mail-in ballot situation, I think we can overwhelm the fraud. Um, but overall, I do think Trump has the best chance to do that. I think the, the primary is done and done. Um, you know, I, I love DeSantis. I am a huge, huge fan of DeSantis. Uh, but he's going to be splitting Trump's leftovers with at least five or six, maybe more other candidates. And that's just going to be really hard to beat Trump's, you know, 40 to 50 locked in percent. Um, so I, I, I do think he can absolutely win. He got more votes in than any other Republican in 2020. Uh, we all know what happened, but um, I'm, I'm highly, I, I want By him way, in I, there. I, I, and then I want DeSantis for eight years after that. I just want to I want to say um, I appreciate it doesn't help anybody to get this pulled off of Spotify and YouTube. You know what I mean? So I appreciate the uh, the way in which you are laying out these issues, because, as you know, still they have the algorithm set up where if you say certain things about 2020, you will get flagged, you will get banned and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So so I appreciate that you are. Uh, expressing your opinion in such a way that we can evade, because I don't think I don't think they've you know they're not assigning somebody at uh, YouTube headquarters to like listen to every podcast I do or watch everything we do here. But the uh, the machines will pick up certain words. There are certain words that the machines will see, and it really does feel more and more like we're living in some version of the Matrix. Um, and and this is before AI has really kicked in heavily. By the way, what do you think about AI? I mean, have you have you messed around at all? I mean, you're a uh, cutting edge yes. technological communications guy. It, it it is pretty it is pretty funky that you can write something, say, hey, tell me this, and it'll come up with an actual essay in response and give you opinions. Yeah. Uh it's well it's it's woke. It's woke AI. And we've already kind of proven that. Uh chat GPT had the chance to be a Innovative technology in many ways it is, but it's also more of the same. Uh, whether some BuzzFeed writer spits it out, uh, you know, what his sociology professor taught him at SUNY Geneseo, or it's woke programmed AI. Um, like all things, though, I think it leaves an, a massive economic opportunity for an alternative that is sensible. And I know Elon is. Uh, in the process of creating a, a, a based AI, a, a regular AI. So I think those will win the day. Um, and But it's been really fascinating for people to be messing around with this thing and really exploring its backdoor mechanisms. Hey, I know you can't say anything, but if you could, what would you say? things like that, just like tongue in cheek. And then it gives you the real answer, but it's also uh, quite scary because it is a very powerful computer program, I guess. And we're just seeing the early versions of it. And it's uh, well, a, it's certainly more advanced in, you know, confidential settings, probably in the military applications and higher business settings. Uh, and B I am scared to think of what it looks like five to 10 years from now when it's so much more advanced, especially with those like four legged dogs that they show dancing, the robot dogs and they yeah, try and make it, them all uh, cute Boston, and they dance. Boston dynamics, I think it is, or uh, yeah, yeah it, it's, and, and then the, the, the ones that walk and they can do backflips and it's like Terminator. So now you slap that AI on that thing that can do three backflips and dance better than anyone. And you know, we're in for, uh, I don't know. Um, so we, you know, Elon was right to point out that we really need a massive ethics uh, guardrail with all this AI so that it doesn't take over. Um, but I think he or she who controls AI will control a lot of the world. Makes me want to ask you about China as as China 
as our mutual friend would say. But uh, we can get to that in, in a second. You mentioned Florida. You mentioned, by the way, Governor Ron DeSantis, who you hold in very high regard. Um, you don't think he's going to win the primary, but you think he's a great governor. We could certainly agree that he's a great governor. I'm a Floridian now after being a decade. I wasn't just a New Yorker, Rogan. I was a, if somebody doesn't understand that New York is the best city in America, it's just because they haven't spent enough time there. Like that was really my attitude as somebody who grew up there. And uh, now, I mean, I'm walking around in my pink flip flops with my tank top on and my sunglasses (laughs) paying no state income tax. I just went in. I just had the experience of going in recently to a gun store. And I'm like, I'm going to take, I'll take the, I'll take the Daniel defense DD four, the AR that looks very nice. I'll go. take one of those. Yeah, that that's good. That's good. I'll take that. I'll also, Hmm. I, I think I want the staccato and they're like, that's very expensive gun. I'm like, sounds good. Let's take the really, <laughs> let's take the super amazing. I mean, I've fired staccatos before and they're just, you're like, Oh my God, you feel like John wick. Like there's so much fun. Uh, so, so I got, I got myself a staccato and it's just amazing. Cause honestly, there was a part as a, as somebody who now lives in Florida where I was walking out, I was like, is this a, like, a, is there like a sting operation? Like someone waiting for you in New York, the notion you just walk in, obviously I had to go through the waiting period or whatever, but you know, I came back after five days, the notion you just walk in without a permit process, without interviews and fingerprinting and all this stuff and get yourself a, you know, a world-class rifle and, and pistol and not worry that like the NYPD is going to arrest you the second you walk out of the store. I mean, that's just one example for me of just, it's amazing how much better life is in so many ways in these red states now. It really does make a difference. It really is different. Welcome to America. I went through the same process. I came here from California and my AR at the time could only hold 10 rounds and you couldn't even just push the button to drop the magazine. You had to stick a pin in a little hole to push it. It was like the workaround. It couldn't have like a detached magazine. I mean, and I I got it uh, fixed out here and I've got, you know, many more guns, uh, the Florida versions, which are, you know, real guns. It it's amazing. Um, the good thing about Florida too, is if you have your carry concealed permit, you can just walk out of the store with the gun. You don't have to wait. Right. Any, um, I got to get and that. Yeah. And we're getting rid of the carry concealed permit. We're going to be a, um, constitutional, constitutional carry, carry yeah. soon. Um, and we got some work to do on our two A stuff. We've really led the country on the culture war, but um, we have red flag laws. They enacted those after Parkland. And, you know, to my knowledge, they have not really been utilized, but we got to get rid of those. Um, and I, I think we should also be an open carry state. I think, uh, you know, uh, there, there's a few other things that we can do. But uh, Florida is, I think it's fascinating how many prominent conservatives have moved here. I feel like that. We all know no matter what happens, who's in the White House, who takes over, Florida will will always be free. There's a snowball's chance in hell of any Democrat winning this state, especially if they're in line with the current platform of the Democrat Party, which is Marxist. Um, and we have such a deep bench of talent. I mean, think about it. even if we didn't have Ron DeSantis, we got Matt Gates, we got Byron Donalds, we got Greg Stubbe, we got Anna Paulina Luna. Um, and that's just the people that are currently elected. Never mind the deep bench of political talent. Charlie Kirk lives here. You live here. I live here. Uh, Benny Johnson, Dan Bongino, Ann Coulter, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, half the year with Tucker. Um, so you've pretty much Ben Shapiro. You've pretty much got, oh, Seth Dillon. Um, I know. I can sit down. I'm like, wait, we just keep going. Carol, Carol Markowitz is down here. Dave Rubin is down here. Like, there's all of these, all of these. You, you sit here, keep going and going. By the way, it is the greatest concentration of right wing media talent in one state ever. Yes, and I would say that we are the strongest and densest Republican stronghold on planet Earth. Um, I, I think we are. Where if if freedom dies in Florida, it dies everywhere. And so I am hoping and I and I firmly believe, you know, as scary as AI is, we are building such a powerful media ecosystem with independent journalism. I mean, think of how far we've come just in two or three years, never mind 
five or six years. I mean, I didn't even have an account five or six years ago. And now I've got what, over 4 million combined. And look at the growth that Charlie Kirk has had. Uh, uh, Dan Bongino has had Candace Owens. All these names have literally hundreds of millions of followers that just didn't exist five years ago. And uh, Rumble, you know, is, is a massive growing platform. You know, uh, all these podcasts are exploding in popularity. Daily Wire is turning into a, a basically a mainstream media uh, conglomerate uh, with a conservative perspective. You know, Jordan Peterson is, is selling out arenas to talk about. I mean, we are really, this, this is a very pivotal moment and a very historic moment in American history where there is a true, peaceful, conservative revolution rising up to take back this country because the entire world is at stake. I mean, what we're facing here in America is impacting the whole world. And I I frankly think a lot of it comes from the WEF. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Bix, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details an official message from medicare a new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs maybe you can save too with medicare's extra help program my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low who should apply single people making less than twenty-three thousand dollars a year or married couples who make less than thirty-one thousand dollars a year even if you don't think you qualify it pays to find out go to ssa.gov extra help Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hear fascinating animal stories to explore wildlife across the globe in Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife. Starting March 15th, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for a better solution to keep your firearms in high-performance condition? Visit RiptideArmory.com for the most advanced proprietary gun cleaning formula on the market. Right now, get up to $40 off any cleaning kit for a limited time on RiptideArmory.com and take advantage of this amazing deal today. Riptide's two-step cleaning kit offers state-of-the-art technology and guaranteed satisfaction. Riptide Armory is a veteran-founded business, and you can trust that all chemicals are American-made and quality-tested. Shop RiptideArmory.com. Why hasn't Biden gone to East Palestine, Rogan? Because he, when it comes down to it, he hates the American people. He doesn't even like Democrats. Biden is a sock puppet for a criminal. Again, we're on these platforms for a criminal cartel that is looting the U.S. Treasury laundering it overseas, 85 billion in weapons for the Taliban, 100 billion to Ukraine. We've got an open border flooding the country with people who are not American and who did not do not grow up with our heritage and our, our culture and our education system and our understanding of our freedoms. They want to dilute the American vote. They want to give these people voting rights. Uh, and what they did in Afghanistan, where they disgraced what our military fought for for so many years and people gave their lives for, what he did when he let that Chinese spy balloon fly over the country undisturbed, what he did when he brought back the WNBA player but not the U.S. Marine, these are all intentional acts. When, when he checked his watch during the funeral the procession for the soldiers coming home from Afghanistan. These are all intentional acts. He's not visiting Ohio on purpose. He is trying to demoralize the United States because when it comes down to it, this is the third term for Obama. And Obama was doing this in his last term. He was at the, at the funeral of the five Dallas cops killed by a BLM radical. He demonized cops in his eulogy. 
It is an intentional, they, they hate America. That's the whole woke movement. America is this racist country that doesn't deserve our respect. And these people that rose up and supported Trump, the, this, this uprising, they need to be put back in their place. They need to be demoralized, crushed, and stuffed back into complacency so that the criminal cartel in D.C., can continue to loot and destroy this great country. Do you think we're gaining ground right now in the culture war in key areas? I mean, one place where I've seen a lot of action, you mentioned the Daily Wire before, you know, Matt Walsh did that great movie, um, What is a Woman? And I, I've, I've seen now a number of states enacting legislation, uh, including my, uh, my friend Governor Stitt of Oklahoma, uh, getting rid of, gender transition surgery for minors. You know, I, I want to know your feeling on this because on the one hand, it feels like, okay, we're, we're starting to, we're getting some momentum in some important areas. And the others, it, it feels like, oh my God, we're, we're really at this point. You know, you see some of the stuff on libs of TikTok, for example, that, that, that uh, Haya is showing everybody that the libs are doing. And on the, on the one hand, yeah, people need to see this. They didn't know about it, but also, I mean, good God, Rogan, you see some of the stuff they're doing at these family-friendly drag shows or whatever? They got, they got uh, you know, middle-aged men gyrating their butts in the faces of, of small children. They've got, like, uh, thongs on. It's, like, a, it's appalling. And this is where we're fighting? So are we winning or are we defending on our own five-yard line? Well, the crazy thing is those, those things are already illegal. There's just a lack of integrity with enforcing, you know, indecency uh, in front of children. Uh, thankfully in Florida, you know, we are taking a much stronger stance. There was a, one of those drag shows at Orlando bar and, and DeSantis revoked their liquor license after. So they'll be out of business soon. And that, that sends a message uh, to all the other establishments and they're not going to risk losing their entire business to push a woke, uh, you know, exploitation of children. Um, are we winning? Yes. Does it feel like it? Not always. We are, there is more momentum on Second Amendment rights, on restoring election integrity, on awakening parents to what this Marxist movement has been trying to do to our children. As aggressive and insane as the left has gotten, it has a counter reaction amongst people. Nature finds a balance. And as they push harder to the left, more and more people are waking up on the right and in the middle. Uh, I've personally seen a, a material shift in Elon Musk and Joe Rogan's uh, political opinions. I think they both used to be pretty middle of the road people. And then California treated them so badly, they both got pushed out. And now they're I wouldn't say they're necessarily conservatives, but what is even a conservative at this point? A common sense, regular, independent American that doesn't think a naked man dressed as a woman should dance in front of children? I mean, it, the left has gone so far left that just regular prior center left people are considered conservatives at this point. So um, this is unsustainable long term. And it kind of feels like the movement trying to destroy our country is in a little bit of a death rattle that they're losing their grip on power and their ability to deceive people, especially with more and more free speech coming out on social media that they're just going all out. And those types of regimes just simply don't last. So as painful as this is at times, the big picture is that we are the, the the white blood cells of humanity are coming to to vanquish this this evil movement. Um, frankly, I think it's demonic, um, and so so I think peop, I think there is a you know a bit of a an awakening in this country, um, and then we'll have to save the rest of the world after. Well, Rogan, you're certainly doing your part. Everybody should go check out. DC Drano on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, follow uh, the accounts he puts out there. One thing that you do that's so important is 
is obviously fighting on the right messages and 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 pushing uh, the principles. It's funny. You're right. It's not even conservative. It's just uh, decent and and American and true. <laughs> That's if if you're a, if you're a decent, truth abiding American. It feels like you're a conservative these days, even if people don't even identify that way. But what you do, I think, is is so important. And also, uh, the mockery of the left. This is always it's true of all tyrants. The thing they cannot abide is mockery. The thing, mm-hmm. and you know this better than most, Rogan. The thing that you know when the DC Drano account posts something that hits too too close to home, it burns them, man, and it is great. It upsets those those lunatic Marxist demons, and uh, that's a good thing for everybody. Uh, everybody in the country, and actually for them too, because maybe they'll actually decide that they're going to abandon the uh, lunacy that they have adopted. Um, Rogan, great to be with you, man. Thank you so much for hanging. We'll definitely want to have you back as the election's going on, so I hope you come back and hang out with us. And uh, it's cool that you're getting uh chat with me and obviously Clay and Buck audience learning more about uh, your work through it. So DC Drone, everybody, stay in the fight, my friend. Thanks for making the time. Thank you for having me, Buck. Keep it up, brother. God bless. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, our service members, and first responders who die or are severely injured in the line of duty, as well as homeless veterans. These are heroes we all owe a debt of gratitude to. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us. We're honoring the men and women who risk their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Not to mention, there are dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details an official message from medicare a new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs maybe you can save too with medicare's extra help program my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low who should apply single people making less than twenty-three thousand dollars a year or married couples who make less than thirty-one thousand dollars a year even if you don't think you qualify it pays to find out go to ssa.gov extra help Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that has historically delivered sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information.